the truth. What's happening, y'all? This is King Guru, man. I'm back at you again on my Love and Lock Up series. Okay, here we go. We got Tyra with us, and I'm here to, um, now we already know what's going on, y'all. We're here to, like, let the world know the struggles and, and the ups and downs about relationships, the Love and Lock Up thing, and no Hollywood. This is all real, no fiction, you know what I'm saying? So we're going to start off. Tyra, how you doing, mommy? Hey, I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing all right. Hey, uh, why don't we start off by you letting the um, listeners know a little bit about you? Like, we usually, like, I want to know your age, your race, some ethnicity, your family upbringing. Like, are you into the church? You know what I'm saying? What do you do for a living? And, and let us know. And the reason why we do this is because um, something I've seen in the past is there's a lot of stereotypes about prison wives. And I'm here to like, sh I want to shatter all them stereotypes. And the way we do that is by like being real. You know what I'm saying? So tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, first, let me get started. My name is Tyra. I'm from Illinois. I'm from East St. Louis, if you really want to be technical. What town? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. um, I am 29 years old. Okay. Um, let's see. I'm, I, got married, I got married at a young age. My husband is incarcerated. He's in the feds. Okay, all right, okay. And we probably don't, okay, just to get this straight, what's your ethnicity? I'm black. Okay, all right, let it be known. Okay. Okay, <laughs> all right. And what, did you grow up in a um in a, in a household with both parents? Was it a large, lot of siblings? Or, or what's going on with your upbringing? Yes, I did grow up in a household with both parents. My parents were married. They split when I was a teenager. Um, I grew up in a, a pretty good, decent household. Um, I grew up the right way. I lived in the hood, but I also lived in the suburbs as well, too. Okay. All right. That matters. Let me ask you this, just to get this out the way. Um, when you say that there was a, a divorce, um, did that affect you emotionally? No, nah, it didn't affect me. You know, people, they fall in and out of love. Okay. I, I understood that they divorced when I was 16 years old. Uh-huh. And do you have like a, a close relationship with your parents? Of course I do. I love my dad. I love my mom. My mom watches my kids for me while I'm at work. Okay. Her and my sister do. Now y'all heard that? The first thing she said was she loves her dad. And I gotta emphasize that because there's so many there's so much ignorance floating around that prison wives um choose bad boys because they got daddy issues. I mean, we're I ain't gonna... got no daddy issues okay. and shit. My daddy was a police officer. If they want to be technical, but oh. I don't have any father issues. Okay, okay. Let it be known then. All right. Most okay. definitely. <laughs> tell, tell us about your education, like, um, and, and where you work at and what you do for a living and all that. Okay, I work at the hospital. I'm a patient care tech. Um, let's see. I live in Illinois. Like I said, I'm from East St. Louis. I still stay in East St. Louis. I have not moved. And I'm going to stay there until my husband is done with his time. Then we're going to move. Um, okay. Well, Tyre, do you got any children? Yes, I've got seven. And my husband has children as well, too. All together, we have 12 kids. Oh, my God. Okay, then let me, let me I got, I'm digging. Is them seven, do them seven kids stay with you? Yes, my seven kids stay with me. I have full custody of my children. And if you want to know how many baby fathers, I've got three. So I've got two with the first one. The second one I have three with. He is deceased. Okay. I have two with my husband and we are married. Okay. Do you take care of any of his children? 
Yes, I have his three boys all the time. The other baby mama won't let me see her two girls. You know how that goes. Yeah, and, and look, that's another one I'm, I'm noticing about several um, prison wives, right? Like when the relationships are serious, man, I've seen, I've met a, a prison wife or two who's actually adopted their um their husband's kid like i've seen that and and that's amazing it gets deeper because a lot of people don't even know this part about it okay yeah now i want to ask you about um your your man you know what i'm saying if okay. you, you know what i'm saying you can tell us what you feel comfortable if you don't want to tell us something then don't tell us um like basically like what's his age his ethnicity tell us a little bit about his family upbringing and if you want to, you could tell us about his crime and how much time he has and all that. All right. Well, his age is 29 years old as well, too. He'll be 30 in September. I mean, October. I'm September. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, he's incarcerated, like I said, within a Bureau of Prisons. His mm -hmm. name is Ted. Mm -hmm. And you want to know about his crimes? He's mm -hmm. in jail for a 924C, I believe I'm saying it right, 18924C. Okay, for people that don't know what that means, can you clarify that for us? He's in jail for an assault rifle. They gave him 10 years on it. We're fighting an appeal with mm -hmm. it right now. Just a possession? Just a possession of a firearm. Yeah, because I, re I remember a few years back when T.I. got caught with a couple of assault rifles, and uh, I think he did like a year. So it's funny how uh, some people get 10 for the same crime that some other people get a year but okay okay well you know you know how that justice system is it's very very racist i'm gonna just come out straight forward and say it they're gonna judge these men and make it seem like they a menace to society just off their backgrounds anyway mm -hmm. i mean my husband has never done no hard time before however you know people do make mistakes in their life in their past relationships he has served state penitentiary time where he had um, domestic abuse mm -hmm. with his, with one of, with his first baby mother. Yeah. Now he he did two years in the state for that, right? Yeah. So you know they they looked at that when they sentenced him, and he had a couple of other charges. You know the feds go off a point. Yeah, they so got a point he, system, and you can get a traffic mm -hmm. ticket. It's gonna count as a point. It's know? gonna count as a point. So they ran yeah. off his background, which his background wasn't really bad though. But he is fighting a state case with robbery. That's what got him. Mm. They're not supposed to look at your open cases because they're pending. You're fighting them. Yeah. But you know, the feds are going to do whatever they want to do. Yeah, that's why they got that 85% conviction rate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I, I can't, like, I was actually glad to be on this show because it is so much within the BOPs that definitely need to be talked about. Okay, we will get that because I do, I, I promise you, I got a specific um, little section for that. Um, okay. How did you meet him? Uh, me and my husband, we grew up together. We went to school. We both from the city. Hold on one second. Hey, okay. I'm sorry about that. Can you let them know? Hold on. Well, I'm just going to keep it good. I'm not going to stop recording. Um, We got uh, a little somebody hey, calling next door. Right we got next door neighbor calling on the All bed right. and we got uh co's coming through but it's good it's good it's good okay so um so you met him before you got locked up well how long have you been rocking with him while he's been locked up 
Well, he's got a 10-year bed. We almost two years down. I've been I've been with my husband. Since I've been with my husband, like, we've been together. Like, when my baby father passed in mm-hmm. 2018, I got with my husband in 2019. So I waited an entire year before I got with anyone else. And we've been rocking ever since. And we married. Okay, 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 okay. Well, now, now, this is what I want to ask you. And this is a specific question, though, right? Uh-huh. Okay, what are the obstacles that the BOP puts in your way? Because like a lot of the prison systems say that they want to keep relationships, um, like they want to keep relationship between family members open. They want to help us talk to our kids and help talk to our girls. They, they say, they tell people we get visits and, and all this. Tell me what are the obstacles that the BOP puts in the way of your relationship? What irks you? This is your chance to, to give me what the BOP gets on your nerves with. Okay, well, the BOP, let me just make this clear. That's the United States versus you. You know that, right? That's the feds, them the U.S. Marshals. That's the government. You know, them motherfuckers can do whatever they want to do. So what really irks me is the lockdown. Like the facility that my husband is in, he's in a USP. That's a maximum security. Mm-hmm. And they are always on lockdown. They could be on lockdown for a holiday. It, like it, it gets to the point to where the longest that I've went without speaking to my husband is when he was in the shoe. And I'm getting to that too a little bit later. Um, he was in there for like two months. I went two months without speaking to my husband. That is one thing that will drive a prison wife crazy. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the not knowing because the feds don't tell you shit they're not gonna tell you nothing they don't care if you're the mother or the wife and then what a lot of people don't realize when you get to talk about feds there's a large portion of the population that they think federal prisons is is like tennis courts and swimming pools and golf courses and like clarify to these people man you got massive security prisons with the one of some of the most dangerous um convicts in the whole country yeah. Yeah, like let, let, like like you said, you have like you know they probably think a fairy tale because that's probably like a low prison. That's probably like a medium. Uh, someone, a person who's in a high, they're not gonna be thinking about a low or a medium because they're not gonna go there because of their points. It's what's keeping them within those maximum securities. You know, Larry Hoover is in ADX Max. That's the next level after high. So if you know that's bad, imagine what a high is. Like you know. It's terrible in there. Okay. Okay. So what are like? Okay. So when he's in the lockup or he's on, um, he's in the shoe or something like that, they don't let you know um, what's going on with him. What about the visits? Are you able to see him? No, my husband has been at the facility that he's at since October. It's about to be a year come October. Um, and we haven't had one visit yet. It's going on almost two years since I've seen my husband face to face. Do, and within that prison, it ain't no phones in there. It ain't nothing. Okay, but now this. Okay, let's dig into this, listeners. If you guys is out there, let's let's not just go fast over this. She says okay. she, she hasn't seen her man. You haven't seen your man in over a year. They don't have no phones in there for you to really be cupcaking with them like that, like like some people can. And I think that a lot of people take that shit in like they they don't take the seriousness of like. How many of y'all out there can really be with somebody that you haven't seen in a year and still the love is there? You know what I'm saying? Let me, let me, oh, where, and, and I'm going to, and I need you to be like, don't sugarcoat this because every relationship's got ups and downs, right? Tyra, tell me what's the, uh-huh. what's the worst part of this relationship with him? Okay. 
yes every relationship does have ups and downs but there is a way around all of that the first thing that I do is keep God first I pray about every single thing like if we having a bad day we pray like one thing about me and my husband we not gonna get up off this phone without telling each other that we love each other before the end of the night because like I've been telling you all already he's inside of a maximum security you know they do shit in there they get stabbed up in there the police to kill you in there uh-huh. they not gonna tell you this shit they gonna sugarcoat it I'm not mm-hmm Mm-hmm. And it's a trip. I'm glad you're saying that, right? Because for one, we mm-hmm. I, my my last episode, it was a, a a woman who was telling me about how she was getting in arguments with her man, and he was calling her out her name. And I was like, I, I'm not going to get on nobody who's not here because it's three sides to every story. But I do want to say that I've written this in my books on the Pretty Girls Love Bad Boys books. I've written about it. There's a right and a wrong way to argue. And and I'm thinking, can I can I speak on that? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so is she was her husband inside of a what what type of prison was he in? Was it low maximum? We have to understand as women, these men are going through things inside. Yes. The guards are beating on them. Yes. They seeing shit around. They probably seeing a man get raped or something. I'm not saying that that's happening, but you know what the fuck goes on inside these prisons. Yes. But I mean, like it, it it's not like. You can just like don't get me wrong. It's, it's 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 an emotional roller coaster. Let me just put it like that. It's ups and downs to this type of life. But what's gonna keep you strong is to pray, and you gotta keep that mindset. You can't be on the phone arguing with them because you never know. Because in the blink of an eye, it can all be over for them. So why the fuck would you be sitting up there arguing with this man? Yep. You let him have it. That's what some of these females feel to realize. I wish, don't get me wrong, my husband might get mad, might hang up on me, shit. It's cool, go blow your steam off. He gonna call back, he ain't got nothing else to do. Mm-hmm. And, and that's real. Like, you know, there was one relationship I was in, right? Where um, mm-hmm. there was a situation where I felt like she was arguing with me over something petty, but okay, we pick and choose, whatever, whatever. Well, we was arguing, well, some homies came to the door and was like on some shit like, bro, some shit popped off in another section, man. We gotta come out there and, and see what's going on. And she's over here yelling in my ear and I'm telling her like look something might go down so I gotta she said fuck what you going through fuck that shit that's some book and I'm like what but see you gotta understand see from her from looking at her point of view she not understanding what's really going on inside motherfuckers think this shit is like a fairy tale or like a movie the shit y'all see in movies that's not what's really going on this is real life inside of the prison world is totally different from the outside world so we on the outside looking in only way you gonna know is if you got somebody within those walls Mm-hmm. They can explain this to you. It, it was a, it was frustrating, and I'm gonna tell you right now, I broke up with her for that because exactly what you're saying, everything you're saying, you're saying what I feel, but you're saying it from a woman's point of view. I feel mm-hmm. like if I call home, I need you to give me peace. If you, you need please, peace, that's what yes. you're calling home for. Yes, yes. yes. You're, you're not peace. calling home to you because you're trying to escape that reality in there. I totally understand. My husband had to make me see it from his eyes, and when I start seeing it from his eyes, I be cool like mm-hmm. that. Like I tell you, this lifestyle is not made for everybody. That's why they tell you. So the, some of the prison wives, prison hold on, girls, hold on, hold on, hold on, Tyra. Can you say that again one more time? Yes, this lifestyle is not made for everybody. Uh huh. And tell us why. Because only the strong is gonna be able to survive this type of life. You gotta, you, you know, you gotta deal with everything that comes with it. That like, like we were speaking on visits earlier, right? It might be a time I might drive hours away just to go see my husband. I get to the prison, they turning me around. That's something that I should be. Expecting. 
expecting and should know. You gotta know. And you know what? I've only been through this. My husband has never been in federal prison before. This is our first time. And he tells me all the time, I'm so proud of you because I'm the one that prepared him for this shit. I studied it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And in what ways did you study it? I start looking up things about it. Like I start looking up the laws. I start looking into um, documentaries on prison about things that were going on inside of there. And I start telling my husband this shit like, hey, this is what's going to happen. Like you got to be prepared for this. And till this day, my husband listens to me. He took that and he ran with it. However, he did make one mistake and took the head of the car because I didn't tell him to do that shit, but he did it. Yeah. That could give headaches. That's, it, it can, it will. It's mandatory. Yeah, but at, with the facility that he's at, it's either they they seen the type of man that he is already, so they automatically wanted they wanted him to take that shit as soon as he came in there because the, my, the type of don't get me wrong, you know everybody different, but my husband a big cocky dude. He ain't no bitch. I'm gonna mm-hmm. just come out straight and say it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He ain't finna let you get over on him, and he's a peacemaker. He like to keep the peace before he before he get into some shit. What's interesting to me is like you're telling me that you you did research on it. You you because man, it it goes back to you understanding what we go through in here. Like I yeah. wish there's a lot of females that that try to come in here and have relationships with with prisoners and they, you know what I what I believe that a lot of them just see I believe that a lot of them just see the 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 cards the drawings you know what I'm saying the we're constantly um, writing them letters and we're on them and sometimes they even get money from us so they see that right but yeah. they're not understanding that this is a high like imagine having a person with a high stress job you got to make mm-hmm. a high stress job you can't be stressing them about no petty ass shit all that all that whining and stuff like understand that we're in a situation where people do get killed. Where I'm at so far, I think just this year, I think on the yard that I'm at, I think if I'm correct, three people have been murdered on the yard that I'm at right now. What state are you in? I'm in California. So, oh my God, and that's one of the worst ones. Uh, you and you not in CDCR, are you? Yeah, no, no, I can't speak on exactly. Like I can't tell them if I'm. That's that's, that's understandable. As long as you say California, I know, I know about this. So, yeah, that's understandable. But California is named one of the worst ones as well, too. Yeah, and yes. And if you don't understand, yeah, all that. If you if you understand that, like that helps the relationship so much. So let me ask you this: Have you ever thought about giving up, Tyra? And be come on, man, don't give me that little. Okay. Point. Uh, no, because giving up is not, that's not an option. Okay. I married this man knowing everything that he's going through. Why would I put someone through that and play with their emotions and not continue going forward? No. Okay, 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 okay. That's not even an option. Okay. That's not an option. Now, Tyra, I know we've been talking shit about the BOP. We done gave them the real about how people can lose their lives up in here. And we talked about arguing. Now, let me switch gears real quick, right? Okay. It sounds like you love Brody. Most definitely. That's my husband. We rock it for sure. That's my best friend. Okay. Well, tell me what's the best part of y'all relationship? What you mean? What's the best part? Like, if you, if you was to look up, like right now, if you was to look off and to stare off into nothing, right? What makes your heart speed up when you think about him? Oh, man. It's the it's, it's it's his personality. This man can literally make me laugh. I could be having the shittiest, crappiest day, and he's going to up and call me. And I swear to you, when we became married, it's like we became spiritually 
connected with each other and what I mean by that is like I feel what he feel I feel when he not feeling right like when he down he mad he sad I feel when something is wrong then let me ask you this was there any little things that he does that like uh, whether it be a letter or a drawing a poem or a phone call is there anything small that he does that just like uh, just makes your heart thump Oh, hell yeah. He sends me things all the time. Don't let it be a lockdown. Because like I told you, his facility stays on lockdown. I could be coming home from doing a double from work. And I'm getting, I get hella mail when I get home. I got packages coming. I've got pictures, letters, his certificate. It just makes me smile. (laughs) Do you see, like, where do you see you guys like five years from now? We gonna still be married. We gonna still be the same way. We keep that alive. That's one thing. It's like, like I told you, my husband has been down almost two years. Come Halloween, it will be two years, mm-hmm. and we have not seen a bad day yet. Okay, okay, all right. Then now, listen. Now I want to switch gears on you. I need you. This we're we covered everything. Now this is the last question. This is the bonus question, right? Mm-hmm. Now, now I'm gonna ask you a question, right? And mm-hmm. I don't need you to talk to me. I'm going to need you to talk to him, but I need you to close your eyes if you can. And I need you to imagine a situation or a world where you're never going to see him again. You're not going to be able to hear his voice. He's not going to hear yours. You're not going to be able to go see him. You, He can't hold you, smell you, nothing, none of that. I did that already. That was when he was in the lockdown. That was when he was in lockdown for almost no, two months. No, you're saying two months. I'm talking about forever. I'm talking about oh, forever. That's, that's, that, that's going to be hard. Now, that's what I'm saying. I need you to slow down, clear everything. Imagine a world where you guys ain't going to see each other ever. It's over. And I'm not saying on bad terms or good terms. It's just a world where you're not going to be able to see him or hold him. He's not going to see you or hold you. It's done. Now, I don't want you to talk to me, right? I need you to talk to him right now. If you could leave him with one thought, one, one train of thought, what would it be? Talk to him. Shit, he on death row. This ain't that. To be honest with you, this is not that. I cannot imagine my life without my husband. Now that you said that, I literally wrote him a letter and I just said that in my letter. I cannot imagine what my life would be like without my husband. So is that what you would tell him? Yes, that's what I would tell him. Huh? Yes, that's what I would tell him. I I can't imagine being without my husband. That's not going to happen. Okay, 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 okay. You see that? This is, to me, that situation is like true love. A person, because I've heard people say that they couldn't even breathe. They couldn't even breathe without the person that they love. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and I feel it too. I'm, I'm, I see those, man. So listen, the truth. Here we go, man. This is the end of another another love and lockup. This is with a story about a federal uh, relationship right here, and they holding it down. And one Most of the, definitely. Yeah, one of the things, and thank you so much, Tyra. One of the things that um, stuck out to me was her research, and she understands what we're going through. 
Like, yeah. if, if you can, you leave us with one last thought, Tyra. Like, what would you say to some some prison wives that is brand new to this? Like, just going in, they man just catching some time. Give us some advice for them. Like this, this is what I would honestly say. If you know that you are willing to be there for this man at his lowest point of life, and you gonna hold him down, then you make sure you be focused in the outside world. You can't be entertaining no other man out here and saying you a prison wife or you hold your nigga down. You can't be out here fucking off and fucking with other dudes you got to be loyal and what i mean by that is stay consistent go to work go to school pick up a hobby shit get a job i don't know do something to keep you busy but always remember to still take care of yourself go pamper yourself get your nails done your hair done do everything you would do if he was still out Keep that about yourself. Don't change and still live your life. Go on vacations and stuff. You know, raise your children. Do what you're supposed to do, but don't give up. And if you know that you can't be strong, cut that man loose right then and there. Because playing with his feelings is what's going to be the worst. Because my husband told me one thing. He said, a man will forgive you if you cheat on him while he's in prison. But when he come home, it's over with. No, no, I got to agree. There was a, a relationship where um, I was young, though. I was like 18 and the girl had cheated on me. And I actually sat in there and really plotted on all the hurtful things that I was going to do to get her back. <laughs> yes, I did. I hate it. It was like, if y'all ever seen a movie called Cape Fear, the original one with, with Robert De Niro. I was talking about, I'm in there doing push-ups. I'm in there on some real, like, yeah, she going to see me. I'm finna look good just to, just to shit on this hoe. You know what I mean? And then I end up hooking up with her, which one was, was one of the worst mistakes of my life because I had not forgiven her. You know what I'm saying? So, wow. yes. So even like the day that we got married, oh my God, listen, I'm always going to keep it real with y'all, man. You know how the day you get married, that night you're supposed to like consummate the relationship. Yeah, I'm probably gonna lose listeners, and I don't. I really don't give a fuck because my thing is this is called the truth. So if I if I expect my 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 if the people I interview to keep it real, I'm gonna keep it real. The night that we got married, when we went to consummate the relationship, she came in the room in some beautiful lingerie. She was looking so exquisite, and she came in the bed. And when we got, she tried to kiss me, and I said, Nah, kiss that nigga you was kissing on oh my phone. God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You said you was feel bad, huh? Yeah, she uh I, I I regret the the emotional abuse that I did to that girl, but yeah, she cried herself to sleep that night. And it hurt me, but it was me that I did not I did not um You just didn't forgive her. That's understandable, but you shouldn't have you shouldn't have done that. You know, you gotta grow, you gotta become a better person. Exactly. You, you let your anger overcome you. That's what you don't wanna do because when anger overcomes a person hurt people hurt people yeah if that makes sense no it does but the 19 year old me was full of hurt was full of anger was like very immature and, and gross the 19 year old me was a horrible person and 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 i don't hate myself for the things that i did but i had to make amends with a lot of people for the um the hurtful things that i did back then but yeah yeah if you what you're saying is true if you do have to leave them don't play with them if you do have to leave them keep it gutted and if you do get back with them which y'all is coming back nine times out of ten you will tap in on his last six months please make sure that he forgives you 
Cause if he don't try, if he don't, yeah, it's gonna be a problem when he come home. Oh, my. but another another thing too, you mm-hmm. gotta you gotta discuss them lockdowns. They gotta know what to do during a lockdown. Cause if they don't know what to do, shit, most females going on about their business. Oh, you know what? I cover that in my books too on Pre Girls Love Bad Boys. I think real talk, right? There are certain things, right? I was just telling my girl recently, like, you know, call, oh, this is my husband calling. Okay, okay, take care of yourself, Tyra. Take care of yourself. All right. Have a good day.